Hello everyone and welcome to the IID podcast. We have with us one of very esteemed speaker from the industry today and we hope everyone is excited for today's episode. So, uh let's go ahead and uh, ask the man of the hour himself to introduce and let's quickly get started with today's uh session. Thank you so much Akash. Uh hi guys. Uh thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to try and make it uh worthwhile for you guys as much as i can so thank you akash for this opportunity i think it's it's great to be here so so when i um, so i i graduated the, from hr college of commerce uh, and economics in mumbai and that's where i was introduced to the subject of uh, advertising and at, at that point of time i knew that you know i had to do something in in advertising per se um now uh, i i moved to dubai i i got a good opportunity over there to work with wonderman so i i grabbed that opportunity i i was i'd say i was lucky um to get that opportunity at at that age uh, normally um, you know it takes a while for people to get into companies like that and and that kind of opened up my eyes to a lot of things uh, i worked with uh, you know almost 20 or 30 nationalities at that point of time i had people from all over the world working with me so at at that time of my career i was exposed to a lot and it was just the start of digital then you know this was way back in 2006 um facebook google nothing was was mainstream then and uh, suddenly in in 2007 while i was working at wonderman i came across uh, something known as a media plan uh, mind you i did not start off as a media planner but i came across uh, something uh, called a media plan i saw a lot of numbers in there i saw numbers in millions and and crores and you know that uh, that's when my sindhi brain kind of uh, got working and i was like wow this looks really good and you know i, sh- I should possibly go in that direction so uh, um, so we used to work with a company called uh, called phd omnicom media group at that point of time right. and and uh, we used to manage land rover together and and what happened is that uh, a friend of mine was was working at omnicom and you know she took in my cv at that point of time and for about 6 7 months uh, i was just waiting uh, you know whether i'm going to go in or not go in and uh, finally in in 7 or 8 months you know things clicked then i moved to the media planning side of things and that kind of really i would say was the start of uh, uh, one of the most interesting chapters of my career and and life uh, i was roped in as a uh, as a founding team member of phd they just started phd as a as an as an agency which was supplementing to om omd in the middle east and um, you know from then on it's like a, dis- a different story you know i've i've been in digital i was i happened to kind of uh, be working with some of the great minds in the industry uh, some of the mentors and bosses out there uh, were excellent they were absolutely passionate about digital uh, i happened to be at the right place at the right time as as well and and yeah and uh, i constantly kept learning updating myself as i moved on um eventually uh, cut to 2010 when i decided to shift back to india because i saw a massive opportunity out here and also i wanted to come back home um and you know i thought that uh, it's it's a very interesting market because of the creativity that's present in india you know when you are in countries like uh, dubai and all there's there's a, there's a lesser scope for creativity because you know, it's a foreign language and you know when i came to india suddenly uh, you know i i understood the cultural aspects of advertising what goes on behind the scenes and i started with mindshare uh, then i moved on uh, to a company called click where i worked uh, for 5 years i was uh, again the founding member uh, one of the founding members at click 
uh, India and and there uh, it was a totally different ball game altogether. From a media planner, I kind of I kind of moved on to a multifaceted role. Uh, I did media planning, I did media strategy, I did account management. I ran a team of uh, people. It was it was as good as uh, you know leading a business at that point of time. And and since then, I've largely been in uh, you know in in the business of leading teams or or selling. Uh, and then cut to iProspect, where uh, I was introduced to performance marketing, uh, which is something that I am going to be talking about uh, in a few slides uh, as we move forward. Um, so, so yeah, from from iProspect to then Poxymoron finally, which is again a more creative agency, and now to Hotstar, which is on the publisher side. So, like Akash mentioned, yes, uh, you know, I've uh, I've donned quite a few hats. I have uh, worked across positions, and. Um, uh, yeah, so so that's that's largely been been the journey. It's it's a very satisfying um, journey so far. Uh, I I intuitively knew that you know numbers is what I uh, would excel at, and and therefore I uh, you know I chose media as as a path within digital marketing as a subset. Uh, it's a very personal choice. Some of you might choose to go the creative way because that's what you're comfortable with. Um, so yeah, and and you know, as we move forward, uh, we can always have conversations about you know how to kind of go about planning things and uh, you know do what you're best at, largely. Yes. So uh, on what basis, uh, like you know, a good or a bad lead has been decided. How? Uh, so the process is that uh, in a performance marketing campaign, when leads are recorded, you have a team at the back end which is calling people up. Correct. Um, so for every hundred leads, they have a log and I mean, let's call this log Salesforce, uh, Salesforce is, is your CRM. It, it's one of the most, uh, renowned and recommended, uh, CRM platform in the country. And uh, you, you see Salesforce also doing a lot in, in India. Now they, they're really like spreading wings and going out after businesses. Uh, and then you categorize the leads, you know, they have this entire mechanism where you end up categorizing the leads as hot, cold, and, and it's, it's basically an interest, you know, someone might call me up asking me, uh, have you, have you actually enrolled yourself for, for getting a car insurance? I might say that, uh, yes, I had, uh, but now I'm, I'm kind of, uh, you know, looking at another brand because you guys did not, uh, call me on time. And, and normally there are all these metrics that are decided. Uh, within you getting a lead, the ideal time of reaching out to someone is is less than half an hour, because that's when you're top of mind. Uh, after half an hour or after one hour of the lead being recorded, you're already people are there on on Google to search to research basically. You know, I'm I'm looking for a car insurance from Bajaj Alliance. I'm looking for a car insurance from uh, maybe ICICI and and so on. And you know, I might immediately find a deal, and I would have done and and move forward. Generally, the recall value is extremely high when they get called within uh, 60 minutes of the inquiry or the lead form, which is filled. Yes, yes. So, so in this case, uh, what generally tends to happen is, uh, is that so if I say that, yes, I'm interested and, you know, get your team to reach out to me, that then I'm immediately classified as a hot lead and, you know, someone from the sales team is going to reach out to me and uh, sell the product immediately. If I say, for example, that uh, I'm, I'm kind of... Uh, I'm exploring right now and I might take uh, this call after two months, then I'm a warm lead. Uh, or if I say that, you know, no, I've already bought the product. I'd still be classified as a cold read because I'm going to renew my car insurance next year. Right? 
So I'm going to still keep that lead in my system and, and retarget ads to you one year down the line. And uh, that's how the entire system works. And that's how we end up classifying everything. And, you know, all the data that is stored is basically first party data, which in today's day and age is extremely important for marketers, because you would have heard this entire concept of walled gardens, you know, where people, where Google is, for example, disabling cookies. Now, iOS uh, 14, if you, if you update, uh, uh, you know, your Apple software, um, it's not going to allow Google to retarget ads to you, uh, Facebook to retarget ads to you, basically. Uh, now, now that's, that's also unfortunate in a way, but if in, in our country, which, you know, where 95% of the people are on Android, it does not make a dent. But in countries like the US and in, in your developed countries where, you know, almost uh, 40 to 60% of the traffic is coming from Apple devices, it's a major decision. That's why Facebook, for example, has gone out and, uh, and, and, and what Apple technically is doing is that they're creating a wall guarding. They're not letting Facebook, uh, you know, come in their ecosystem. And tomorrow Apple might choose to create their own advertising ecosystem. And, and, and which is why I said earlier that, you know, it's very important that you stick to one ecosystem. If you do one ecosystem right, if you learn everything that's there within Google to learn, which is YouTube, which is DV360, which is search engine marketing, um, which is uh, the DCM, um, I think you are through. You are almost 70% there as a digital marketer or a digital media marketer. Content is and, and creative strategy is a totally different ball game. And you know, that's that's all creative and and um, I mean that's subjective and it, it depends on the brief and the challenge you're at hand. But so, uh, yeah. So next uh, uh, uh like in you know, a Chintan, he's asking that um, he recently saw uh Add on Hotstar, for and, uh, the Hotstar website was promoting Amazon Prime Movie. Yeah, so, that's yeah. Why would one company promote a top competitor on the website homepage? Um, see, there is there is an see, it's an industry at the end of the day, and you know, like I said, we we are uh, we are a subscriber platform. And we are, uh, both our strategies are, are fairly different. You know, Hotstar has a lot of general content. Uh, Hotstar also is riding on the cricket wave in a major way. So, you know, I, I wouldn't say that, you know, we are threatened by anyone out there because the kind of content that we have gets people coming back to a platform over and over again. And, uh, and obviously, you know, it's, it's about us promoting our ecosystem as well. Uh, the OTT ecosystem in a, in a large way. And, and, and it's largely because of that. See the, the other thing it's, it's mostly about the difference in content and the strategy as well. It's a, Amazon is a purely subscriber driven platform, you know, unlike us, which is subscriber as well as advertising revenue led. Um, so we might run these ad, uh, these ads only to our uh, advertising base and not to our subscribe audiences. That's what we end up doing. So we have about a hundred million, say hundred million plus uh, award base and and less and about twenty to thirty million subscriber audiences. We we might not expose them with these. Ads. And even even today, if you see, you know, a lot of people have at least two or three OTTs that they subscribe to at any time. So. Uh, we don't see any threat over there as, as such. And, and yeah, I mean, we do it for, for, uh, we do it for Z5, for example, as well. We do it for vote as well. 
and and that's that's how the market generally functions you know it's like it's like google not allowing facebook to advertise on their platforms and okay uh, well uh, moving on uh, i have a certain set of questions again so uh, in your opinion how important uh, like you know is it for creative media to be completely in sync like can you share any favorite media campaign uh, that's there in your mind can i share any uh, favorite media campaign very recently i've been i'm being targeted by uh, by canon um, their eos camera and and this was just as of last week and i really liked the creative approach that they had um when i was watching uh, when, when i was watching this particular ad it didn't appeal to me because i am not a photographer but then i realized that there are photographers in my house which is probably why they are uh, showing this ad to me like you know my daughter is is, is an out and out photographer she runs her own photography page and everything and uh, she actually is is very enthusiastic about it and she uses youtube to search for a lot of content around photography and and that's when i immediately clicked that you know this is probably the reason why it's being shown to me um and and you know we were all kind of sitting on the table at that point of time and uh, uh first at first i i was thrown uh, i was shown a story of an editorial photographer these are photographers who shoot for vogue and other kind of magazines and everything and the cover page and everything and the story on and how they became an editorial photographer um second thing that they did was they showed us a story of a wedding photographer now for someone who is learning photography these are things which are extremely relevant and you know they sequenced the ad first they showed me editorial second they showed me uh the story of a wedding photographer and and you know immediately i could connect uh and i was then looking forward to the third set of the creative as well uh, what happens also is that there is a term which is known as ad fatigue after you know a certain point of time you end up irritating people rather than you know helping a brand build a favorable impression uh, but at the same time uh, you know this frequency also it, it works in in smaller ad formats display ad formats where you know you just see it on the screen for maybe 2 to 3 seconds and it disappears but you know when you have a video of the length that canon was promoting which is about a minute and a half i don't want to be exposed to the same one and a half minute uh, video maybe 6 7 8 times and uh you know also they kind of showed me this video when i was doing long form content when they knew that you know i was uh i was i was on uh, the channel watching something which is worth around 40 minutes or 30 minutes so it kind of detected that i had the time to go through that video so these are certain things that play a major role um uh, at the same same time you know there's there's also there's also cost things uh you know your your ad length creative length creative duration they also affect your cost in a major way um the cost of running a a tvc which is 30 seconds and showing it to someone six or seven times is if 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 i show you the the tvc of 30 seconds almost six seven times i end up being a lot of money versus me showing you the 30 second tvc for the first three times and then following up with a 10 second edit for the next four times then my overall cost to the media plan also reduces and you know i then end up showing the uh, showing really um uh, very concise and smaller edits uh, and also you know the you know consumers are in different stages on search for example uh, i'm in the 
at least you know i'm showing intent over there i'm i'm there to buy something but you know when i'm on ott or 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 on social media or on some other platform uh, my intent to buy is not as much i'm there with the whole so so that's where you tell me a story but when i go to google uh when you know that it's a person who in the last one month has been looking to buy a car or who's been looking to buy an insurance uh you ask me to buy now you give me an offer that's how you you change the creative and and this how you kind of design an an entire creative strategy bases uh the funnels that you have and and on digital uh, it gets a lot more complex because you can you can run across all three funnels with this uh, so moving to the next question which i think a lot of uh, students right now have in their mind so uh, while we are discussing about the uh, consumer funnel while while we are talking about uh, awareness consideration and conversion uh, how should a media planner divide his her budget uh, across the consumer could you share some uh, ideas thoughts and tips for that um it again um you have to ask yourself questions like where do i stand um i'm i'm for the sake of consistency i'll i'll again choose kia as an example uh a maruti is not going to spend enough money in creating awareness because it is in our system it has been part of india for two decades we all know we the cars are like a running testament testimony uh, for themselves and as a result you know when a brand like kia comes in the country they have to be all over the place they will choose touch points like cricket which engulf the nation as a whole which millions of people watch at, at a time and that's their opportunity to go out there and reach out to as many people and share their story so uh, you know so the strategy that a maruti will employ versus the strategy that a kia is going to employ is is going to be uh, you know very different um and 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 yeah you know like i like i like i said because you're a new brand you will probably put more monies on on the table for for awareness uh but yeah you know what in in my experience what i've frankly seen is that you know even your your larger brands uh they want to they want to create a certain share of voice all the time they don't want competitors to get that share of voice so they keep investing that much amount of money to you know be top of mind in 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 people's uh, in people's heads so that you know when people are actually going to buy something they're always relevant to them and um, with with digital coming in obviously uh, a lot of digital first brands uh, end up uh, putting a lot of money on the on the bottom of the funnel you know like for example banks uh you know you see a lot of banks that that spend a lot of money uh, within google like for example um they spend 80% of their money is on google because that's where you see a lot of intent and and you know they're all meeting uh, sales targets they're all they have one their monthly target to finish uh it, it's it's all very fluid this particular thing and it it depends on that particular situation there's no one size fits all kind of an approach over here um so with this um soham uh could you share uh, some of your favorite free or paid tools uh which come which uh, which always a media planner should keep handy or should always uh, refer to while uh, doing media planning oh, uh, some of them right now similar web is one of them it's a great tool i think it gives you a very holistic view of what's going on out there in your industry 
and it helps you kind of uh, create uh, uh, you know inferences as to what's happening within your industry like in the case of healthcare we immediately knew that you know it's an industry which is largely being led by organic search and that there is potential for paid search to come in and that makes my job easier as a planner um then you have comscore comscore is a widely renowned uh, uh, tool yeah, almost every media planner out there uh, has to have his hands dirty on comscore because it gives you uh, you know which are the top 10 sites in india for a particular dg at any given point of time uh, then uh, we have uh, uh, you know there's there's also a uh, there's also a life site you know which is really coming up uh, which i would really say that you do uh, research on uh, life site is is basically all about location intelligence what we have done because of smartphones is that we've allowed the branch to uh, we've given our data to brands and and as a result you know they they know that you know where is it that we spend most of our time life site actually helps you understand the distinction between people who are spending more time at malls versus movie theaters versus or uh, banking institutions versus corporate areas or, or people living in residential properties uh, you can actually we've actually run campaigns for for brands like blackberries and uh, manyavar for example where we have tagged all their stores across india we've shown them ads on google uh, people who have clicked uh, and it runs only on your smartphone because that's the only thing that's location uh, location based so people click this ad on their smartphone and then we start tracking you and and we know that you know you entered into a particular store at any given point of time because you dropped cookies on your phone and uh, and uh, within the store you employ uh, certain uh, devices that actually measure whether you've come into the store or not and you know that's how the entire algorithm works so it's locational intelligence and what what lifesite has done is that you know all across india they have they have tagged all these stores and uh, they're selling uh, they they largely have audience buckets of people who buy shirts people who buy who, who go to a car uh, store uh, recently or people who are visiting modern retail like big bazaar and so on or godesh nature's basket people who are spending time in corporate areas so they actually have created such data sets and databases which brands are buying and then incorporating in their google facebook Uh, and other types of campaigns so these are these are three uh, which are top of mind there are you know i a web life site and comscore right yes life site is something these are these are three that that would really help um there's also uh, i i suggest that you know with ai coming in um a lot of things are being automated now um, another very new interesting thing that's coming up is called glance glance just received a 145 million dollar uh, grant from google um, what what glance does is that on your smartphone normally what you do is that you you download apps for all your favorite content like if you're a cricket fan you'll have cricket info if uh, you know what if if it's news then you'll have ndtv and and so on uh you download glance you give it your preferences that i like cricket i need like news i like fashion and and this is a very new type of advertising and uh, it's called lock screen advertising so while your phone is is kind of uh, you know just stationary 
on the screen you will you, you will keep seeing content which is you don't have to open and go into uh, your apps but you will see relevant content if there's something that's happened like if there's a wicket that falls there's breaking news and all you know it keeps throwing up and at the same time uh, there'll be an add or two in between as well which is bases your behaviors and habits technically now a smartphone does that but what a smartphone does is that it does not work like an aggregator it will give you updates from instagram from facebook from whatsapp from all around your app ecosystem but in this case it makes everything concise uh and it's i mean i was very uh, as quite uh, amused with the entire thing of like this it's the lock feed being used as a medium to advertise who would have imagined lock yes. screen uh, notifications plus also the uh, the location one right you like we want and if you visited that store then i think that's something which is really really interesting yeah because what's what's happening is that uh, in my era i i bought impressions in today uh, we buy audiences as as digital media planners and buyers so um, you know which is you know which is why uh, you have to really employ your targeting tools um in, in an appropriate manner so that you, that you and and buy data as well you know you can you can literally buy data there there's a lot of companies like lotomy uh, there are companies like experian there's a lot of programmatic companies that offer you data sets of people who have credit cards of people who are likely to buy cars of so you you you're buying audiences now you're buying intent you're no longer in the game of buying impressions or clicks uh, and it's very important for you to also build your own data as a brand moving forward um simply because uh, uh you know google facebook and all are not going to share data with you in future like google has clearly said that they want to move away from cookies correct so for you to have a more cost efficient way of reaching out to customers it's you you rather start collecting all this data of people who are coming to your site who are spending time on your site what is amazon doing amazon has started amazon basics um basically uh, you know for example any any product that you have which is doing well on amazon they have their own brand and they start selling the same brand via amazon basics or there's amazon fresh and they using our data and you know they're mining our data and understanding what we buy and then they're showing you the products that you normally bought earlier in amazon's own avatar and which means more power to them which is why data is is that, and which is also why tiktok is not in india today so uh so that's that's the future you know that's that's where we are at so with this uh guys uh, i'll move towards the last question for the day and we are already uh, nearing 3:30 so um what does it take to become uh, a media planner in large digital setup uh, like a hot stuff what, what what are the skill set that an individual needs to have again um you know like i said uh, earlier um I'll, i'll stick to that the intel the intelligence integrity and and intuition over here. intelligence again the the business intelligence you know you need to know more about what's happening in the industry you need to be comfortable in using these tools um uh, and and you know jenny what also happens is that uh, you know wherever you are it's not just about making a media plan um at at the top of it all is people running a business and you know if you don't understand a particular business your media plan is 
is not going to be in sync with it uh and and as a result uh, you know you knowing how to use these tools you you being driven to go beyond uh the brief and and get as much information and and research more about what's happening in the market you know um the business angle and the business knowledge is something which is very important is is extremely important that's that's what you bring to the table and you know uh, the integrity aspect you are being entrusted with a lot of funds as a media planner um, you know we we ran campaigns from a million dollars to 10 million dollars that's that's a lot of money you know um, so you need to make sure that you are uh, you are accountable and you know you don't uh, end up kind of uh, wasting that money see even a, even a 3% or a 4% uh, diversion from the media plan can can mean a loss of uh, uh, yeah lakhs of rupees it's is the salary of an individual basically let's put it that way so uh, with this uh, soam just one last question that we have on chat uh, can you uh, can you tell us more about the native ads and can the same uh, be used for performance driven campaigns uh, or it is more for uh, like you know awareness driven and consideration driven so what do you think uh, about native ads native ads really falls in the consideration bucket mostly uh, it you know we we've, we've tried a lot of native ads for performance it, it 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 does work uh, reasonably well but not as well as a google or facebook that would work native ads is any is actually an ad that people don't recognize as an ad it looks like it's part of your feed and as a result a lot of people end up clicking and reading it if you go to a news site you'll see your times of india ka feed filled with these small links uh, at the bottom which look like uh, they are articles but they actually not articles they are ads and they also mention over there that these are ads ads yeah correct yeah so so they are very nicely blended in uh, similarly it's is there on uh, youtube has their own native ads ecosystem we have otts have their own uh, native ads uh, ecosystem where you might just slip in a video between two videos uh, which which actually is uh, which doesn't feel like an ad it's it's like uh, it's created in a way that you know it it looks like a movie or or so on uh these are these are very native and organic placements that's what we call them but yeah they are largely used for driving consideration and for for people to understand what they actually need to you know it's is more from a communication standpoint where uh if i need to say a lot more about my product i i show you like like i said earlier i show you my ad first but in the consideration phase you know i need to talk about the features of my product or i need to give you some tutorials like for example akash loved uh you know akash loved the uh, the kia sonnet more than uh, a mahindra for example and here's why he liked all of these things so you know these are certain things that i'm going to bring out and i'm going to put that as part of content in a way that's not too uh, adzy and you know that's it's kind of very uh, palatable and you know it's like part of is blended as part of the platform so uh, i hope that answers your uh, question but so uh guys uh, with this we come towards the end uh, thank you so much for your time soham and thank you everyone for joining us today thank you guys all right guys thank you so much for your time have a great weekend and party hard on new year bye guys See thank you, you soham bye bye thanks akash